I'm John, and tonight I want answers about the election, the Supreme Court, the census, and maybe some other stuff. We are live in 32 seconds. Technically, we're live now. We're live now. Yeah. We were live when you said we're live in 32 seconds. And we're still live, unless they're watching this on YouTube or some other day. Hello, America, and check your calendar. If it says June 10th, 2010, then we're live. If you're watching this on YouTube, then we're not live. And if it's some other date, also not live. This is our premiere episode. If you've never seen the show before, let me tell you how it's going to work. And this is like a courtroom drama. I'm the prosecutor. My guest here will be the witness. And you at home are the jury. I'm going to prove my case, but not really prove my case. I'm just going to ask questions and get answers. So you can decide to convict or something else. Tonight, my guest quit. is Keith Statenfield. Keith is the host of Keith Explains, also on this station, KMVT, Wednesdays at 8.30. It's a great show. Keith explains a variety of topics, but sometimes, often, he lies. I've asked Keith tonight not to lie, but to give us answers on today's topics. Keith is a news junkie, which is why he's my expert tonight. So our first topic is elections. So Keith, Tuesday, I'm seeing people walking around with little stickers that say, I voted. So I'm thinking there was an election. So tell me, was there an election on Tuesday? There was an election on Tuesday. Now was this? But, but I don't recall promising not to lie to you. I thought we so had. So I'll do it now. We had a gentleman's agreement. I promise not to lie to you. Very good. So the elections we had. Were yes. They well, not you, because you're Canadian. I'm foreigner. We uh, had elections. You merely were nearby elections. Yes. So, so these elections, you were near. Yes. Were they state elections, or were they Some of them federal were state elections. elections. Were there many states who were voting? There were several states that were voting. For example, Arkansas also had elections. Uh -huh. And I think uh, North Carolina had elections. And probably a couple other states that don't matter. Okay. So like a handful of states had elections. Yes. So why are elections always on Tuesdays? Um, it has to do with human nature. No one wants to vote on a Monday because you have to get up early sometimes to vote. And that's just a crappy way to start the week. And if they were on Fridays, everyone would be drunk. And you don't want drunk people voting, although mm -hmm. we let college students do it. Uh, and Thursdays, you're not allowed to vote on Thursdays. It's in the Bible. And Wednesdays, Wednesdays are hump day. And people don't want to vote on hump day because it sounds dirty. 
So that pretty much left Tuesdays or Sundays. Because mm -hmm. uh, Saturdays hadn't been invented when elections were first started. The week was six days long. Um, and Caesar actually added Saturday. Okay. Because he needed a day to recover from being drunk before the Sabbath. So Tuesday, is this like a law that has to be on a Tuesday? Or has this been convention? Um, at the federal level, I believe the elections are always the first Tuesday in November. Right. But there's no like law. It has to be on Tuesdays. We just. I think there is a law. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. I'm For sure they've implemented. I'm sure there are lots of laws that say it has to be on a Tuesday. Okay. So this Tuesday, this previous Tuesday, that we had elections. Unless we're not live, in which case it was some other previous yes. Tuesday. What were we voting on? What was California? California voting. Uh, on? California was selecting people who won their various party primaries, for the most part to go forward to the general election in November. So for example, the Democrats selected who the Democratic senator that'll run for what's currently Barbara Boxer's seat in the Senate is. The Republicans selected someone else to be the Republican. The Green parties had you know, an election, although there was only, I think, one person on the ballot. So he or she mm. won, I'm assuming. Lots <laughs> a lot of people wrote in, which that would be funny. Is Barbara Boxer retiring? Barbara Boxer ran and, in fact, won the Democratic primary. Oh, okay. So she will be again running to return to the Senate this She'll fall. the incumbent. Primarily against uh, Carly Fiorina, the Republican. Although that Green candidate could just take it all. Okay. So that was the election for the Senate tour. We also um, had... We had a gubernat gubernatorial. gubernatorial. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, gubernatorial is uh, it's a Latin word that means job famous ex-actors take. Okay. Um, and so who's running in that? Um, that's gonna be Meg Whitman uh -huh. against Jerry Brown and a bunch of other people. I don't know who they are because they're not gonna win. So Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger, current, famous ex-actor. Current governor. Current now, governor. He has to leave office because of term limits? Yes, and because everyone hates him. Okay. Uh, so he cannot run for president because he's not born. Because he's a, a he's a dirty, filthy foreigner. I remember there was word of changing the constitution, amending the constitution, amending constitution, constitution to, allow to allow him to run. Arnold to run until now because no one likes him now. So eight years ago, when he first became governor, six years there's ago. a lot of or six years ago. There's talk of it, and so yes, is there not any talk? Not anymore? much. Not really. No. Okay. Um, I mean, we we could talk it up if you'd like. No. no, no. I think helpful. foreigners should be able to be president one day. Okay, we talked it up. Um, that's actually one of my notes. Letting foreigner be president. We're not going to let that happen. Okay. I mean, I think you would have to be a citizen to be president. I mean, I, well, yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah. that's just fair. That part <laughs> I can agree with. I can get behind that. We had propositions as well. We, we did have propositions them. as well. And, uh, and they always me, have numbers. Right. In California. Do they reuse the numbers every time? Now they reuse the numbers. So what was Proposition 8 last time is now Proposition 8 something else. Well, no, they, they cycle like every 300 or so. Oh, okay. So, we so got, it'll be, it'll be at decades. least a year or two before we get back to Proposition 16 again. How many propositions do we typically have? Usually like 6 to 90. Wow, that's a lot. Well, I lied about the 90 part. Oh, okay. Um, 
You said you wouldn't lie. I lied. How often do we have these kind of elections? Is this an annual thing? Uh, well, this year we'll have two general elections that are statewide. We had the primary. Okay. We'll have the general this fall. Mm -hmm. uh, we have an election area south of here to fill the seat that was vacated when a Malinato became lieutenant governor. So someone's got to run for his seat and have it for four months and then run again this fall. It's kind of crazy. Crazy. Yeah, indeed. And last year we didn't have as many elections. So who is eligible to vote? Um, you have to be over 18. Over 18. Or look old. Okay. <laughs> if, if you can talk your way in, it's just like a bar. Well, you've got to be like registered, right? Yeah, that's not hard. At some point. Okay. Yeah, I've, I'm registered probably 15, 20 times. Mm. Um, you have to be a resident of California to vote in California? To vote in California, yes. How do you... Or you have to lie, again. I mean, if they, no one checks. Okay. I mean, I'm not recommending voter fraud, but no one checks, really. Now, there was an election for who is going to be the Republican and who's going to be the Democrat. Now, for each race, yes. For each race. Like, we don't have a Republican. I mean, I guess we got Sarah Palin, but... So, let's say a person is registered a Democrat. Yes. Can they vote who the Republican candidate no. will be? No. No, that would be wrong. That would be sinful. How would they figure that out? When you register, do you say what party you, you're with? Yeah, you check a box. What if you, can you say independent? You can, can you say, say independent. Which means you can't vote for anybody. Uh, it actually depends. Uh, some of the parties let independents vote in their primaries, and some of them don't. And the parties change that over time. So in this last election, I believe the Democrats let independents vote, mm -hmm. and the Republicans didn't. Okay. So someone, a Democrat, if he was allowed to vote in the Republican, he would have to have registered independent, in which case he wouldn't be a Democrat. He, then he might decide, I'll vote for the candidate who I think can't win. That's true, yes. You can screw with the elections. Yes. That'd be bad. Well, it's kind of fun. I mean, you don't do it with your real, you know, registration. You do it with one of the other fake ones. How often do you have to vote for a governor? Every four, four years. years. And there's a two-term limit. Yes. What's with term limits? Why do we have them? Uh, we have them because it's critically important that lobbyists be allowed to control the process. And so term limits allow lobbyists to make sure that competent legislators can't stick around for long. Okay. And since competent people can't stick around for long, the only people that run are generally suck-ups uh, who eventually want to go on and be lobbyists. All right. Well, thank you for that. That's elections. Um, I'm glad to have helped. I forgot to mention at the top of the show that we're live. I did mention that. You did. And we're taking your tweets. So we have a Twitter account set up. John wants answer. Now, there's no S on the end because the Twitter people Suck. only allow that many characters. This many. Wait. This many characters. Yeah. So tweet us at John wants answer. And later in the show, we will get to your tweets. And if they're interesting, we'll read them. And if they're not, we'll just laugh at how bad they are. In American, that's John wants answer. Okay. There's no were in the middle here. Oh. That's Canadian. Answer. Yeah. Next up, I want answers about the Supreme Court.
So I was in Washington, D.C., and I took a photo of a building. And it's going to be on the screen right now. There's going to be a, a picture right here. Look, it's a Supreme yes. Court building. That's a building in I, Washington, D.C. Picture I took in Washington, D.C. Do you recognize that picture? I do. Supreme Court building. It's lovely clouds. It was an overcast day. Very, very hot and humid. So, is this photo of the Supreme Court? Answer. Yes. yes it is. I, I'm trusting you. I mean, you could have photoshopped it. What is the Supreme Court? Um, it's the Supreme Court. Okay, so what kind of cases does the Supreme Court listen to? Well, for? the supremest, really. See, the American judicial system is based on a whole bunch of levels of courts. And then you have state courts and you have federal courts. Federal courts can only hear federal cases. State courts can only hear state cases. So in both the states and the federal system, you know, you have the lowest level courts, kind of the municipal courts that are run by the cities and the counties. And then you tend to have district courts above them that are kind of, you know, larger sections. And sometimes you have more than one level of district court. And eventually you have the, the highest court that's capable of ruling in that jurisdiction. So California has the California Supreme Court. Nevada has the Nevada Supreme Court. Right. Um, Nebraska has half of the Supreme Court because they're a unicameral system. So they don't have both. And the federal level, we have the federal Supreme Court. What causes a case to go, uh, like rise up in the ranks of courts? <sighs> so after you've gone to court and lost, generally you're angry. Mm -hmm. And then you go to your lawyer and explain that you are angry about something. And your lawyer realizes that he would like a nicer boat. And so he tells you, if you give him even more money, he will appeal your case to the next level up of court. And that court may decide that the court underneath them was full of idiots. Mm -hmm. And if they decide the court underneath them was full of idiots... Sometimes they will decide that what they need to do is reverse that court's decision and then send that case back to that court to decide it again. Or sometimes they'll even say to the lower courts, you can't even do that. We're deciding it ourselves. So sometimes your lawyer will decide something was done wrong. He'll appeal. Sometimes he'll win. Sometimes he'll lose. Either way, he gets the money and buys a nicer boat. Uh -huh. Um, but that's how, that's how cases move up. So sometimes if your lawyer wants a really, really nice boat, after you've lost at the municipal court and then appealed it to the district court and lost there, perhaps he will appeal it to the Supreme Court and charge you even more money so that you can lose in more than one, you know, sometimes you can lose in four to five courts. Sounds good. How many judges are on the Supreme Court? Uh, there are, I believe, seven judges. There might be nine. I mean, nine. two can keep track. They're all yeah. dressed in those black robes. They pretty much just blend together. Now, one of the Supreme Courts recently announced, sport team judges, recently announced he was going to retire. Yes. Who is that? I don't know. Some guy? Yeah, some guy. Again, they all blend together. I mean, they're black then, robes. So then what happens when a judge retires? How is a new judge? Uh, well, you go to the minor leagues. Uh, and you try and find a kid with a good arm, uh, maybe someone that wants to move up, you know, has a... I think you're confusing us with the minor league of baseball. Oh, God, I always do get those confused because they're so similar. Um, yeah. Well, again, it's kind of the same, um, except uh, you don't need a kid with a good arm. Uh, what you need generally is someone who's been to Harvard. 
Uh, so you call Harvard and you ask them, who are all your graduates that aren't currently employed as very highly paid lawyers or lobbyists somewhere? Uh, and they have an alumni thing that keeps track of this stuff for people because it's good for them. Isn't uh, the they send you the list. Yeah, generally you're the, the president, president when who you do decides this, to nominate a and and the someone? president picks someone from this list of people at Harvard. Uh, currently, he picked uh, Elena Kagan or Eleanor Kagan or someone Kagan, mm -hmm. right? Uh, a woman, Harvard, I think. I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've all been to Harvard, so that's a pretty good guess. So when the president nominates someone, yes, then. The person doesn't automatically just become a no no there's, First, a there's an obstacle course obstacle course what's that so there's people uh, well who it's an actual obstacle course with tires and the swing with the rope over the thing and then isn't the congress or senate after that if they get through the obstacle course then they have to get the approval of the senate how does that work do they they vote uh this, yes the senate votes uh, sometimes they'll watch the tape from the obstacle course, particularly if it was funny. Is it just the Senate? Uh, but then they'll have a, they'll have like a hearing, uh -huh. and they will ask a bunch of embarrassing questions of the nominee. Uh, they'll say things like, uh, in fourth grade, who sat behind you? And then you won't remember, because it's fourth grade, for God's sakes. Uh, and then they'll bring that person out, and it'll be like a tearful reunion. And then that person will talk about how you used to cheat off you know, his paper, and then that'll disqualify you for the Supreme Court. So I've noticed during a lot of nominations that the topic of Roe v. Wade comes up a lot. Yes. What is Roe v. Wade? Uh, well, like I said, a lot of people come from Harvard. Uh, Harvard is just huge in the rowing uh, with the tiny little canoes uh, up and down whatever that river next to Harvard is. That's the row part. Uh, the weight part is if you're not good with the little canoes and you tip over, then you have to go back out and get the canoe and, and bring it back on shore and dump all the water out. And to do that, you have to wade in the river. So people want to know what your decision on Roe v. Wade is if you've been to Harvard and want to be in the Supreme Court because they want you to be in the rowing camp because if you tip your boat over and have to go out and get it wading, that you're just going to lose. I thought it was something about abortion. No, no, a lot of people get those confused. So, let's say it was about abortion. <laughs> okay, fine, for the, for the topic of discussion. Let's, let's assume Roe v. Wade was a famous okay. abortion decision decided in the early 1970s by the uh, Supreme Court when a woman named Jane Roe, well, it wasn't her real name because she didn't want her real name mm -hmm. used because she'd been accused of a crime and so, she, you know, it was appealed under a fake name, and the fake name they always use is Jane Roe. Okay. Unless you're a dude, in which case it's John Doe. And I don't know what they use if they don't know if you're a girl or a dude. Maybe they mix it up, like Jane right. Doe. So this case was decided... Anyways, this case was came out of Texas. And it legalized uh, abortion? Well, she had filed suit in Texas because she... Uh, Texas didn't allow her to have an abortion. She said she should have the right to have an abortion. Texas decided against her, went to the federal appellate court. The federal appellate court agreed with Texas. From there, it went to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court said that the, there's an implicit right to privacy in the Constitution that applies to women's medical decisions and that the state couldn't impose itself by preventing a woman from making a decision up until the point at which the child became viable and could live on its own without 
essentially getting life support from the mother on a right. real-time basis, which was we generally decided to be around six months. Okay. We need to take a break, and I have a card that describes this break we're going to take. We have to stop for a station break now. When we come back, we'll talk more about the Supreme Court, and we'll take your tweets. Don't go away. You need a card for right. that, for God's sakes? Well, you know... How did you pick the colors for the cards, by the way? Random. I mean, that's just my question. Totally random. Totally random. You should have a system. That way you won't be searching as much for the cards. I'm getting the feeling that you're lying a lot on this episode. I, I, I haven't lied lot. once. Perjury. You're being perjured. This is a courtroom drama. I, this is the, uh, there's no perjury in courtroom dramas. Uh, and Stop tipping your chair. It's driving us crazy. Okay. Okay. I was trying to look all... Chair tippy. Did you know that Rusty, Rusty's show won like a national award? Yeah, I heard that. He's a, he got a show called King's Connection. Why is that's he on the camera? I don't know. We're on break. How Friday's at 9.30. He's got the show. And it won the National Hometown Award for Entertainment Talk Show. Wow. And, I wonder uh, who he had to pay. I don't know if he paid anyone. I just, bet he did. That's what he told me. He came up one day saying, hey, I won this national award for the... Entertainment talk show, the Hometown Awards. That's great. We got a, uh, a national award-winning show yeah. on our station. I applied for a Hometown. You know what they told me? Go away. They said, go. no. They said, no, you're not getting an award. No award for you. We watched your show, and it's not good. <laughs> it's not award-worthy. They asked me not to apply again. Okay, so let's see. We're going to continue with the Supreme Court after when we get back. Okay. Why is the red light still on, John? The red light's always on. Are they? And then we I have should pay more attention offenses. to the studio. Okay, I think we're coming back in a few moments. And okay, and we're back. And I'm still here with Keith, and we are talking about the Supreme Court. So, we have this lady. This lady. Right? She's Kagan, nominated. Solicitor General. And they're going to ask her questions. Yes. And vet her. Uh, and well, now, has there been a history of nominations who have been declined by the. Several, Senate? several. We, what's the recent one we had? I think Bork was maybe the most recent one that didn't actually get through. Who? Uh, Robert Bork. Bork. Okay. Uh, he's a crazy guy with uh, mutton chop things on his head. Okay. When and he's was, crazy. When was he? Oh, like uh, 10 or 15 years ago. And what was the reason? Bush the first. Bush the first? Yeah. What well, was because the he's, behind? Because truthfully, he was stark raving crazy. Did they figure that out? That he I was, think I, some of them knew it beforehand. How long do you get to be a Supreme Court judge? Once? Uh, until you die. Until you die. Or retire. Or retire. Uh, or I think, you know, if you were caught with porn, they'd probably take away your Supreme Court robes. Now, what if it becomes clear to people that a judge has gone crazy? Yes. He starts, you know, making very crazy statements. What is there a Stop process? wearing underwear under the robe, that kind of thing? Uh, I don't know. Is there a process to then... Judges can be impeached. Impeached. Just like the president. Okay. Although it's unclear how you would impeach the chief justice of the Supreme Court. So one of the judges is... One of the judges the is others. better than all of the other judges. Oh, really? Who's, yes. Who's the current chief one? Uh, it's Roberts. Roberts. And yes. so there's not really a way to impeach him. Well, I don't know how you do it. Because, see, the House can vote to impeach any federal official, the president or any of the... Supreme Court judges so or the Congress court judges. Or... But it also says that the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court serves as the the, the neutral party in the Senate when the trial oh. gets there. 
So if he's the guy on trial, it seems to me he just, you know, would not make time for it. Like, you've been impeached, but uh, I, I don't have any time for that. I'm busy. All right. I can't make it. We're going to check and see if we have any tweets. So if you tweeted us at John wants answer, then I'm going to look for it now and see if there's anything good. Because I imagine there'll be some tweets not so good. So let me scroll here. Let me reload. Yeah, I got bad news for you, John. What, what's bad news? No tweets? Um, none of your viewers know how to use Twitter. Oh. The last tweet I see is that our show is going to start in 53 minutes. Wow. Um, well, that's just Twitter has lied to us. All right. So as I expected, we have no tweets to share with you, the viewer. But we have more. That's, that's kind of presumptuous. We don't know if anyone's watching. We have a good idea. Okay, we have another topic here. The census. The census, yes. How often do we do it? Census. How often do we do it? Every 10 years. Every 10 years. Or every other 10 years. Why is that? Why do we have a census? It's in the Constitution. In the Constitution. Yes. Can anyone just read the census results? I think so. I mean, you have to know how to read. So can I figure out, after reading the census, who my neighbor is and how many kids they have? I think so. No, the confidential. What? Are you what? sure? Do you know anything about the census? I downloaded them from BitTorrent God, the other day. Uh, so let me tell you, is it not true that the census results are confidential? I don't think it is. I think the government uses them to spy on us and keep track of where our guns are. So I believe they were misused in the 40s when we had internment camps. Yes, yes, they were. They found who, who the Japanese were. Yes. Uh, and then there was a big brouhaha over that. And then the FBI can no longer get the census Well, results. the FBI can't get it, but you and I can, because we're trustworthy. Well, you're not, because you're a foreigner. Okay. Then, uh, so the census is used to redraw the congressional boundaries. Oh, well, and a lot of other things, yes. But among other things, it's required to reallocate representation in the House of Representatives. Okay. Since that's based on population. Right. So let's say we have these results come in. Mm -hmm. How long before they decide? That's they a couple have to? years. It's like a year or two. So it'll be like two years. Do they redraw the, the lines or? Uh, within each state, they generally have to redraw the lines as well. Although I don't think there's a requirement that they do that. But and could they the add number more? of representatives shifts between states because there are only 435 representatives. So if the population of California doubled from one census to the next, mm -hmm. California would get proportional. You know, California would suddenly have more of the U.S. population percentage-wise than the rest of the country. So California would get more of the representatives. And so another state would get less. Would we'll get less. Is yes. it always 435? Always 435. Always 435. All right. Because that's how many desks they can fit. Does anyone think it's not constitutional? Yes. A, a large party people or just a small oh, crazy idiots. people? Crazy idiots. A large number or just, you know? Oh, well, yeah, a huge pockets. number of idiots. I don't know if you've been out in the streets, but there's a lot of dumb people out there. Why would someone not want to respond? Because they get representation in Congress. They also get federal funding. Well, not personally, they don't. Federal funding goes to their district. To their state. Yes. To them damn politicians in their state. Why would they not want to answer? we got 30 seconds left. Well, so, I, I can't say why they wouldn't want in 30 seconds. <laughs> so tell me in 30 seconds why they wouldn't want to respond. 
All right, we are closing up now. Is this 30 seconds of credits or 30 seconds until credits? Credits. We're starting to credit now? Okay, we're starting credits now. Thank you. This has been John Wants Answers. I want to thank my crew. We have Rusty King, who's on camera, and floor director. We had Diane Sparks, also on camera. We had the character generator guy, Mike Harris. Audio was Bill Snow. Technical director was Tom Clark. Director was Loretta Beavers. And we were at KMVT. This was a great run through. You think so? Yeah. Good. I think this show has real promise if so, they ever let us actually do it. Good rehearsal. And I think when we great start doing rehearsal. it live, it'll be uh, a really good show. So I think we well, start. Well, it's not, it's not a really good show. Well, I mean, it's on access. It'll be watchable, perhaps. Well, it's setting the bar kind of high, don't you think? I think if you're really tired and you're watching like if, the TV. Like if the battery in your remote was dead, yeah, you yeah. know, and you were lazy. You could, like, you, leave it. You could kill an hour. Zip it, what? We're done? All right.